You're now listening to the Raw Urban Mobile Podcast, straight from the streets of Tokyo. And we ain't talking no sushi temples and shrines and shit, motherfuckers. What up, what up? Tokyo Cliff. Chocolate Buddha in the house. And welcome to the Raw Urban Mobile Podcast, also known as Rump. Live from the streets, Tokyo. Yes, sir. Nishi. Oh, no, this is uh, Zabu Juban. Yes. Zabu Juban. Zabu Juban, yep. And we got my brother David Whitaker back, joining us for another episode. It's yes, a sir. To be back, y'all. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, so um, I know you mentioned in the last episode that uh, you came here as a missionary. Mm-hmm. Um, how was that experience for you as a missionary in Japan? Interesting. Hmm. Um, well, we when we came here, we were going to be with a mission organization, and they hadn't finished our paperwork, but the person that we were working with, her husband got transferred someplace else. So she was like, no, no, just get on the plane, get to Japan. We'll finish your paperwork when you get there. Mm-hmm. We got on the plane. We came to Japan. Our friends were... Our pastors here, so they had set us up with housing and everything because they knew we were coming. Huh. And we're like, "Cool, let's get this paperwork straightened out." Now, who do we need? To, we need to talk to this person. Try getting in contact with this person. Talking to the main office, and they're like, "We don't have your application." Oh, you so, got all the way here. Yeah. <laughs> so we wound up being. I term it independent missionaries because we got regular jobs. Well, my wife got a regular job. I don't have a degree, so I uh-huh. was a dependent for 10 years. Wow. But she worked for Burlitz. I did volunteer work, mm-hmm. hosting open mics, all that. Okay. But I say we're independent missionaries because God has kept us here. Gotcha. The only right. reason we're still here. Mm. But in being independent missionaries, our friend who is a pastor, he's like, Japan is not your ordinary place. Mm. And not everybody's going to listen. You have to be creative in how you evangelize. Mm. So, which is <laughs> which is exactly what I was kind of going to follow up with because Japan is, for the most part, not that religious, right? Would you say, would you agree with to that? Or? Yes and no and yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Break it down for yeah. it. So, like they have their seasons and reasons for mm-hmm. being religious, mm-hmm. like Patsumode, Sho, uh, not yeah, Shogatsu, yes, and what is it, Obon, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. weddings, funerals. Mm-hmm. Those are reasons to be religious, and the minor ones like uh, Shichigo San, yeah. And, other things but in general a lot of them don't hold to one religious belief as strongly those that do they'll let you know but oh really hmm. okay well i mean because i because I've, I've always i've always uh well what i've realized or at least in my experience is it's never a topic of conversation like when i'm talking oh, to Jack, like it never comes up so i I don't know. Like, I don't know what they believe in. Really, it's 
not a topic unless they make it a topic. And have you ever had somebody make it a topic? Because I've never had that happen. I'm here as a missionary. Oh, well, yeah, well, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. of course. <laughs> but, but meaning that you, you're the one who's approaching them, though. That's what I'm saying, no? No, 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 no. Okay. Like, when we took on Be Creative and How You Evangelize, I don't go up to people and be like, do you know Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior? Uh-huh. No, that's not my job. My job is to show love. Mm. So I do that through the music I make, through the food I do, through everything. Mm-hmm. So it's not direct conversation. It's building a relationship and communication mm-hmm. that gets people interested in who you are mm-hmm. to build that stepping stone bridge in that type of conversation. So it's never a straight out type thing because that's not how life is. Yes. So, but whole- just like like give me an example of when a Japanese approached you or brought initiated the topic of religion. Well, I or, mean, or as religion. a foreigner, they always ask, "Why did you come to Japan?" Ah, okay. So, so that's how it. I've all. That's my default answer. I'm here. Yes. I came as a missionary. Yes. I mean, I own a business now. I do music, mm-hmm. but the reason I came was I came as a missionary. Okay. So it creates all sorts of topics that spread from that because mm. because you came here as a yeah. missionary so my, my point is if you didn't come here as a missionary do you think that would ever come up in a conversation with a japanese person it i'm not sure yeah because for me i mean how about yourself buddha have, have you ever oh uh, no not japanese n- ever initiated a, a religious conversation no i've always you know like when i first came to japan mm-hmm. i always was curious i was mm-hmm. like you know it's peaceful mm-hmm. it's like People bring your wallet to you if you leave it in the restaurant. They'll run down, <laughs> run you down, and everything. So I just, you know, people yeah, that I brought up the subject, of, yeah, yeah, run you down to give it to you, you know, with money intact, you know. Mm-hmm. And so um, I was curious as to, you know, do you guys believe in a god? Mm-hmm. And you know, at that time I was in my early twenties, mm-hmm. so Japanese would look at me, Godo, 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 Nani, Godo. <laughs> God, and so I would break out my little uh, kamisama or something like that. Oh no 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 no. Uh, sometimes it's like okay 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 okay. Let's See, let's that, let's go pop a yes, beer. No yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah yeah. So my experience with them was when I just out of curiosity I would ask them, but um, they yeah it, it was surprising to me. And then one of my friends just say, well. Japanese, because he, he lived back and forth in the States, and they mm-hmm. say they're not openly religious mm-hmm. or openly speak about their religious beliefs like in America, mm-hmm. where they are not ashamed to, mm-hmm. you know, do mm-hmm. so. So, But yeah. I guess you didn't come to Japan and say, praise the Lord, if you don't come to the church now, you're going to burn in damnation. <gasps> no. <laughs> Japanese would probably just scatter and run from you. Yeah. Like for me, as a missionary mm-hmm. and with the mission that I have and the call that I have like when it comes to New Year's and you see the dudes standing on the corner with the signs that are trying to preach the gospel I've with, seen with the recorder before. but no smile on their face it's like I don't think you're representing what we're supposed to be representing properly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like I understand what you're playing on tape but your face is saying no yeah 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 you know it's, it's funny you bring that up because I, when I think about stuff like that, I always think about, like, you know, I'm from New York City, so, you know, 
going to work on the train 7.30 in the morning rush hour is that dude, like you said, not really, he don't have no love on his face. He don't like he's showing no love. He just seems like it's just about, I guess, instilling that fear and, you know, the time is now. And But, like, the message they're playing is supposed to be salvation and hope. Yeah. And, but the face is saying it's cold. Mm-hmm. I'm standing out here because I'm standing out here. <laughs> And these damn people are ignoring me. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. I love the effort, but mm -hmm. I just want them to give a better approach. Yeah. Like, if you smile at someone, mm -hmm. they're more likely to talk to you than go, yeah, you're holding a big sign and playing <laughs> something. Let me, let me move around. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, yeah. you know, um, actually, I brought up the... Uh, damnation thing because that happened to me quite a few times in the state. Have you ever been saved yet? You need to get saved right now. Man, scared the hell out of me. Dude, I, was I like, went to a Southern Baptist college. Mm. One of the RAs was like, if you don't believe in God, you're going to hell. <laughs> and that was like his intro statement to the new students. Right. <laughs> I'm like, what a way to start off. Huh? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But you know, uh, speaking of missionary experiences, I, I came across this. Um, uh, vlog, YouTube mm. vlog, whatever about Japan. Oh yeah. And um, there was this this uh, American dude, um, white American, and he came here as a missionary like yourself, but mm. night and day experience. Uh, so he came here right as a mission, a uh, Mormon missionary, and at some point he became a uh, host. But that's a after he host. fulfilled his duties, right? Well, yeah. What he 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 wow. said he, he said yeah. It was I was like what. Yeah, yeah, he went. Now, for those who don't know yeah. what a, a host is, yeah. you, you want anybody want to explain what that? It is an English teacher that has a larger salary and better hair. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so he, you know he 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 works at a club, a nightclub, and he talks to women for a living. I guess that's the yeah, best yeah. Way he entertains talk. women, entertains you know. them, entertains women, drinks with them. Yeah, and depending on which host club it is, exactly. He was quick to say that. Oh no, I don't. I don't do the sex thing. You know, some people do that, but that's not what it's about. And you know, a lot like, of bored housewives who yeah. executive husbands is traveling so around the like, world. I'm and, just like, man, he came in as a missionary. And then, yeah, that's a huge, huge. That's a, that's a huge leap. Huge I leap. mean, I do music in clubs and all, but <laughs> a host. He's like a a, a Deuce Bigelow. Uh, yeah, he just yeah he, he just switched up. I don't Deuce even Bigelow, American missionary. Yeah. <laughs> no, but he to to his defense, he said it wasn't planned. He said it was just like he didn't want at some point he didn't want to do it anymore, and he said he took the proper um, yeah the proper he, steps the proper of, steps to get out, mm -hmm. and then he came back on Which his are required. own. Yeah, exactly, because he said he didn't want to uh, give his family a bad name, so he came back to Japan on his own. He said, and actually, the whole hostess thing was just basically like a dare from one of his Japanese friends. Oh, he's like, yeah, he's, yeah, like yeah, he's like, why don't you just work at a host? So he, I think he applied, I guess, if, if you want to call it that. But he said he said his interview was like he had he was like in Osaka mm. and he had to basically pick up a girl and try to get her to go into the club. That was his interview. So if he could do that, then yeah, he got the job. <laughs> yeah, but, but, yeah. You, but, you know, you, you got to be able to speak Japanese. And that's one thing that. The missionaries, a lot of missionaries here do well. They speak, mm -hmm. they learn the language. Especially, yeah. Well, a lot of the Mormons. unless you got a different story, but no, no, a different no, no. perspective. Like with the organizations, they teach the missionaries to speak Japanese well. Mm -hmm. Me, 
I've learned on yes, the natural side. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So my Japanese is very incomplete, but very complete in things that I'm interested in. Oh, great way to put it. Yeah. yeah. On, for the host thing, I had a Filipino friend who was a host for a while because mm -hmm. he wanted to improve his Japanese. <laughs> and make some money. Yeah. He, yeah. he improved his Japanese, but by the time he got out of being a host, he, I don't think he can go to Kabuki Cho anymore. Wow. Because he, he basically ran. He like, okay. Nah, I'm out. <laughs> wow. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, mm. um, yeah, very interesting experience. I was like, man, I'll fucking catch up with that brother and have him on the podcast. Yeah, I know. One day <laughs> that, we'll get him. Yeah, One that, day we'll get him. Yeah. 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 Even on a dare, how do you go? Yeah, how does that from? I mean, it might have been some other details that he didn't mention in there, but yeah, yeah. it was a pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah. Story. I need to look that up. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I'll send it to you, matter of fact. Yeah, yeah, because it. <laughs> Boy, I don't even. Blowing. Yeah, I don't even know what to call it. Night and day. I, I, no, you know, that that's, <laughs> that's that's like. No, that night and day when. Because I mean, as a missionary, you got to talk to folks anyway. Mm -hmm. So yeah. it's not necessarily night and day. Mm -hmm. It's just. A serious objective change. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah. yeah. But okay. yeah, that, that was that was. A, I'll definitely Poor guy. that man. But but you know he turned out good though he was a host. It yeah. sounded like you made out all right. Yeah. But uh, you know so moving on, um, uh, we, we we wanted to have you on to to have a, a discussion about spirituality. Yeah, yeah. From um, what three three different perspectives? From three different perspectives. Yeah. Um, so myself. I'm, uh, I guess I'm a non-religious type. Um, some people might call me an atheist. I've never, like, I've never worn that, that title on my sleeve. I, I don't really like to label myself, but I don't, I won't deflect it. I mean, yeah, I, my perspective is different and I don't have a religious or God-based, um, I wouldn't consider you an atheist, but we'll get into that later. Yeah, right, 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 yeah. right. right. Yeah. I'm, I'm spiritual and, and this is what we talked about before the show started. You said, yeah, we want to get into yeah. you know spirituality. You know, yeah. three three yeah. brothers, but three different perspectives on spirituality. Yeah. And Buddha, you know. you're a yeah. I'm a I'm Buddhist. You know, you've heard of the Soka Gakkai, probably um, the lay orga lay Ooh. Buddhist organization. And uh, but I was raised in the church as a young kid and everything, mm -hmm. this, that, and the other. Mm -hmm. And um, just for some reason, you know, I guess during the generation where I was raised, mm -hmm. and we're talking about rural Louisiana. Mm -hmm. And old school folks, mm -hmm. you know, and you know, like and, and stuff. So it was like, man, everything, uh, everything that's fun, I'm gonna go to hell for. I light up a joint, I'm going to hell. Damn, you know. So <laughs> I say, I look at a dirty magazine, I'm going to hell, you know, and uh, or or uh, I drink a beer even though I'm underage, you're gonna go to hell for that. I was like, well, well, well you know, why am I going to church since y'all already did, it and I'm going to hell? So, but Lord forgive you, but yeah. It just feels so good, <laughs> you know. The so inter the interesting so, thing is, we we all yeah. you know we come from different parts yeah. in the states. Uh, you, well, you Louisiana, yeah, 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 um, yeah. New York Deep slash sticks. New yeah. York slash um, Charlotte, NC. Uh, you know, I have two homes. So uh, we're both East Coast. Yeah, I was born DC, moved to Atlanta. So. Okay, right, yeah. right, so, right. But you know, regardless of the the, the location in the states, um, we think we come from the same Ooh. ethnic background yeah. culture which mm -hmm. is you know most of our people african-americans are, are christian right yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. It used to be uh, sort of i think yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know so i wanted to talk about 
all of our, you know, I want to talk about our journeys, you know. Yeah, our spiritual journeys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Our, our perspectives, you know. And uh, you want to start out, David? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just throw it away. <laughs> <laughs> My journey, mm-hmm. ever ongoing. Mm. Um, but you, you went to church frequently, yeah. right, as a kid? Every Sunday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And let's see, raised into a Pentecostal family. Well, non-denominational. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, yeah, my parents are very staunch. Mm. Like, no alcohol, all of that. So I don't talk about half of my business life. Gotcha. Because I'm a mixologist. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I grew up mainly listening to Christian music. Mm. Save the classical and sometimes Latin music and jazz. But, yeah, I didn't do a lot of the fun stuff, but I was raised in D.C. in the 80s and Atlanta in the 90s. So there was a lot of dangers that were already clear and present in society. So my parents were very careful to try keeping me guarded from stuff. And I had a heart defect when I was born, so they were extra overprotective. Mm Mm-hmm. As parents mm. should be. So, like, I didn't go on a roller coaster until, what, 10, 11 years old. Okay. That, yeah, but I was a small kid at first. Not anymore. So, so, <laughs> so have you consistently been Christian, I guess, so to speak? Were there, yeah. were there ever any moments of doubt or, or, or thinking about going a different path? or? No. No? Been, okay. No, it was... Like a development of faith, because there are mm-hmm. things that I was raised learning and had to unlearn and relearn, mm. but not changing away from Christianity, just opening to what I understood God was teaching me. Because a lot of things that I grew up and learned were more on people's, how can I put it? Uh, I guess religious positioning mm-hmm. for them that spread into teaching other people more so than what was for the full understanding. Mm-hmm. So, like when people are like, "Don't drink; it's wrong to drink alcohol," mm-hmm. but you have Jesus, whose first miracle was turning water into wine. Mm. It kind of creates a question of why and how and it's still a great debate among a lot of Christians as to if he turned water into wine they're like no it was grape juice (laughs) it's like um the father of the bride wouldn't be like they usually put out the cheap wine last but you put you put out the good wine at the end and it'd be grape juice if not everybody is of the religious mind and they celebrating and they drink wine at weddings wouldn't be like Ooh, this that good grape juice. Mm. <laughs> All I know is when they served in church, I never got drunk. But go. Yeah, yeah, it, it was grape juice for me. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, uh, no, a lot of people use grape juice because, I guess, guarding other people from their issues. Mm-hmm. Like, there are people that do fight alcoholism, so they, yes. I guess they try keeping people from falling back into that. By just going grape juice so that you aren't tempted yeah. to go in the back and grab the whole bottle. Mm-hmm. 
but my grandfather's church did use sacramental wine, and it was wine. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. I never heard anybody. Yeah. Wine. So in, in Buddha. <laughs> yeah, that was great juice, bro. Like I said, I never got lit. You know what I'm saying? So Buddha, Buddha man, you, you became a Buddhist. Yeah, I became a Buddhist uh, 30 <laughs> how, years how ago. Yeah, 30 happen? years ago. I was introduced uh, by my wife. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is after said, moving to Japan. Yeah, yeah, after moving to Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, going, going, you know, I used to go to church all the time. I just could never grasp it. I guess I was one of those freewheeling, hippie-like kids who just um, could never, you know, I could never, let's say, I could never imagine a higher power, mm. you know, and things like that. I, I, I could never imagine um, believing in a higher power even though i went to church but uh i i didn't really want to go to church Mm. but you know of course grandma and them gonna make you go to church you know and so um and so once i got to a certain age she gave me a choice and i never went back not because i didn't like the people there or i didn't respect what they were doing i just could never grasp it Mm. as a kid you know and so uh so when I joined the military, mm-hmm. I started going to different, you know, churches. You know, I went to the Catholic. I was like, okay. I went to the Muslim, and I went to this, this, and this. Right? Just giving a little, per, mm-hmm. little uh, rundown on my spiritual journey. Right? Mm-hmm. And I, but I still could never grasp it. Right? Mm-hmm. And it was something about the Eastern philosophy that grasped me. Mm-hmm. And so when I, but I never, you know ran it down or anything like Mm. that right so when i came to japan Mm -hmm. my wife talked to me about buddhism i said okay it sounds pretty good and everything you know Mm -hmm. so when i went to a buddhist meeting uh i watched them do their thing chanting you know and all that right and so i was sitting back you know chilling and i'm thinking to myself hmm i'm gonna marry this woman who's doing this weird sounding chant I'm going to be stuck with her for the rest of my life. But, you know, I just chilled out and everything. So now I came to the Q&A. And uh, so I was like, okay, so do you guys believe in a God or anything outside of yourselves? And they say, no, we feel that everything is within. You know, and they, they basically they're talking about states or life conditions from Buddhahood all the way down to hell. They feel that it's, you know, they didn't feel that heaven was a place you went after you died. They feel that heaven or hell could be experienced right here on earth and it was kind of like uh it was kind of like lining up with the way i believed right Uh and so i just kept asking so i just got down to the bare knuckles you know i'm a young you know i'm in my (laughs) 20s and stuff right so uh, as a matter of fact at that time i was 26 and i said all right i'm gonna gonna be straight up with y'all because i've always been extroverted and blunt it came from my grandma right and i said look I got a couple hundred porno movies. I ain't giving up for no religion. <laughs> and so the dudes looked at, everybody looked shocked. But the guys gathered themselves and say, hell, can I borrow a few? I was like, hmm? <laughs> it's like, was, so what you watching? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I said, I love watching Naked magazines. I love going to strip shows. I say, if I had it, I say, if weed was legal over here, I'd be doing that. And they was like, yeah, I would too, you know. But I was like, oh, what? wait, 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 oh, what, 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 what is this, you know? And so... Um, now, now, do you think, do you think that's, is that 
I'm pretty sure that's not speaking for all sects of Buddhism because they did the different sects. In oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have Buddhist uh, sects that uh, worship idols outside of themselves. Okay. Uh, you have Buddhist sects who who uh, believe in different, you know, different things. They do believe in a heaven mm-hmm. and a hell after you die, you know. But uh, as I studied this Buddhism, it was talking about life is eternal. There's no beginning and no end. And so it talked about, you know, the law of cause and cause and effect and karma. So all that stuff started making sense to me. Mm-hmm. And I say, this is basically what I'm looking for. It had nothing to do with whether or not I marry my wife or not. Mm-hmm. You know, because if I didn't like it, I, I told her straight up, I may quit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I married <laughs> you for you. I, I don't I ain't give a damn about religious belief. Yeah. Even though that's important. But the more I studied it and I did quit a few times, you know, took a break in a hiatus and everything. But the more I got into it, the more it um, related to me. Mm-hmm. But, you know, again, 90 over 90 percent of my family in the States mm-hmm. is is Christian. Mm-hmm. And I respect all beliefs that believe in love, peace, harmony peaceful coexistence with the world and so to me it doesn't matter what religious belief so they are but it's just for me i couldn't uh i couldn't relate to a powerful being outside of me and that was i I don't know where it came from but i just couldn't relate to that when i was a kid and of course Growing up during my generation, which was, you know, I was born in 61. So in the 60s and 70s, it's like, Grandma, you know, I get mad. Grandma, ain't no God. And the only thing you hear is, oh, well, that's enough of that. (laughs) You know, so much for that. You know, got slapped upside the head and then they explain it to you and this, that and the other. So... So, yeah, that, that, that's my spiritual journey, you mm-hmm. know, and, and, and I've still been, you know, chanting nam myoho Rengekyo and, and believing what I believe in. And um, so what are the chants? What, what are, yeah, yeah, yeah. nam myoho Rengekyo. Basically, Dom is devotion. Okay. And, uh, you know, nam, just to make it short, nam myoho Rengekyo is the devotion to the mystic law of cause and effect. Okay. Which means that there are causes you make and there are effects that you will get from those causes and that started since time immemorial even though that there's no proof of past life existence or whatever Mm -hmm. but i do believe that the choices we make Mm -hmm. we're going to feel some type of effects from whether they're good or bad Mm -hmm. you know and i used a very harsh example Mm -hmm. and uh it was it, it it you know i'm i'm a very blunt guy and i believe in using real examples and i say that Let's say, for example, a young child lets go of their mother's hand and run across the street and get run over by a car. Mm-hmm. I was like, who fault would it be? And one person say, well, maybe it's the driver. I said, let's say they had to right away and they were driving the speed limit. So why would it be the driver's fault? Mm-hmm. Well, maybe it's the mother's fault for not holding the hand tight enough. Well, I was like, I raised a kid and she's 30 years old now, but I remember her hand. Would, she would slip away from me and start running. Mm-hmm. So, so I said... It sounds harsh, but the truth is, is that, that the child made the decision and that's how strict the law of cause and effect is. Not to say that the child deserved what they got, but mm. that's how strict the law of cause and effect is, mm. is that every choice we make, regardless of age or whatever, there's an effect from it. So in other words, like this one guy said, he said, if you live in a world where good or bad happens to everybody and don't think that it could happen to you then you're not living within reality. Mm-hmm. So that type of um, that type of 
of uh, philosophy resonates with me and has mm -hmm. always resonated with me because I didn't understand why are things happening to good things happening to bad people or bad things? You know, so I, I could never grasp it mm -hmm. and, and things like that. Even when I used to read the Bible, I just could never grasp it. Maybe I didn't want to at the time. I wasn't, you know, but I just always felt that that wasn't my direction and and you know i have no regrets about it but at the same time i do believe in the coexistence of all yes. beliefs now, because i feel that they all have a goal of peace it's just that we just you know for example if we all want to go to Rapungi, david may take the helicopter you may take the bus I may take a bicycle. Nah, we're all going to get the but but we're all but we're all going to get the Rapungi. We just have different vehicles of getting there. Now you, know? now you, you mentioned the chance, but what, uh, I didn't really understand the chance. What, what is that? What does that signify? What does that represent? Okay, basically, we believe in the ultimate cause is is chanting. Now, right? Chanting. Okay. Right, right, right. That is, you know, because when you talk about cause and effect, mm. but. Um, through chanting mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that you're not going to have something unfortunate happen to you, mm -hmm. but you may lessen your karmic retribution. And that comes down to faith and believing that. You, you see what I'm getting is that, at? Is that sort of like, is it kind of like praying? Yeah, it, it, it's like praying. Yeah, yeah, okay. it, it's, it's like praying. But, you know, meditation could be a form of prayer or you could call it mm -hmm. a form of meditation. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's not. But we're, we're all right, and I will admit we do chant to a gahon zone which is a written in script. But to us, it's a mirror of what's inside of us. See, because we believe that everything is from inside out, not from outside in, which, again, it resonated with me, you know. And so, yeah, that, that that's... So you fit, you, know. you fit right in. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, so maybe it was my destiny to come here, you know, so... Yeah, yeah, I've had... People tell me that, but it had nothing to but do. But what with about it. you? I mean, what, how how do you, how did you come to the point of uh, being a non-believer or an atheist? What was your journey? Uh, my journey was, it, it was it was a gradual process. Um, you know, like everybody here, I, I grew up in um, a Christian. Yeah, I'm gonna... from a Christian background, and I would yeah. have to say though. I would have to say that my parents, they weren't very religious um, in, my, in my early years. They, they weren't very religious. Uh, so, you know, I went to church, but it wasn't like every Sunday. And I never went to like Bible school. It was, it was never hardcore for me. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, usually it would be me, my mother, and my sister. And my father, he, he, was, he was always playing softball on the weekend. And I used to always want to go with him. He'd be like, no, go, go with your mama, boy. Go to church. <laughs> So, you know, I'd be sitting up in church just... Why can't I be at yeah. ball with dad? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Looking at the clock and all that and, and thinking it's, thinking the service is about to be over and then they start singing again. I'm like, damn. <laughs> well, well, uh, like, like what Bruce Bruce said about when he... He said, man, when I go to black folks' church, man... He said, I love going to white folks' church because they sing a few hymns, say a few things, it's over. Yeah. He said, yeah, man, I went to black... Hour. Yeah. One hour, precisely. Yeah, I went to black folks church, man. I was, I went there on Sunday. And we didn't get out till two. <laughs> seriously, it's seriously, two to three hours. Yeah. But um, you know, so um, so with that said, I I guess I would say I was Christian by default. That's what I like to say because my they didn't really like instill it in me that much. Um, yes, I I had a sense of who or what God is. 
And um, but I was never like I was never hardcore. Yes, I prayed to God. Going, you know, growing up, not religiously, not frequently, but uh, I did. Um, so fast forward, when, when, you know, when I I think when I moved out on my own and you know just going through life, different experiences, uh, meeting different people. In, in New York City, definitely is the perfect place for that. Um, so I remember I was um, I was in. Uh, philosophy class I think it was no sociology and a professor of mine um, he had this very provocative point he's he said I forgot what he was talking about but he, he would go off on tangents and, and different things but it was always an interesting uh, class and he said he said empirically uh, science cannot um, justify uh, or, or, or confirm a being the God being right because you know Empirically meaning the five senses. You can't hear, you can't smell, you can't, you can't do all that things to, ver to verify a being. And it was, it didn't really like hit me too hard, but it was just something that made me think, I would say. And, and, and but I, I don't, I don't really have any specific points to where I did like a hard turn into atheism or, or non-belief. But um, it was just gradually. And, and, and I, and I even kind of tried to read the Bible later on and, and so it was just different I think different experiences that kind of made me think in certain ways until, until I eventually got to the point where I said I don't really want to label myself and mm. um, I, 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 I call myself spiritual I remember you said that yeah. how can I be spiritual without a belief in God so that's that's, that's a really a, a, a good point because I've never really no 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 not a belief in God mm -hmm. but like a belief in control by outside force. Mm. Okay. So. Okay. Now, yeah. So to respond to that, um, you know, I tell people I don't really have these type of conversations a lot, but you know, I've said this a few times. Yes, I can agree to that. I can agree to something being responsible for us being here. But this idea is not in my thoughts every day. Like I don't. So this is why I say I don't really have a a, a foundation of a God creating us and, and, and watching over us and all that. I don't really, I don't, I don't think in that way. You know, when you have a um, belief or you have a religious perspective, it's, 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 it's in you. So you're, you're conscious of that every day or, or at least often. But me, I don't have that consciousness of mm. a being. So I, I just live my life the way I see fit. Um, I, I, I say I'm spiritual because, and this is only recently, I just felt like music was something that really um, I really connect to and emotionally and um, so and I've been reading about this and you know music is a form of spirituality if you think about all the ancient cultures and African cultures do all different type of dances and stuff like that so th that that's why I said I was spiritual but and that's why I won't classify you as atheist Okay, so why why wouldn't you though? That, that's that would because the atheist believes that there is no God. The only reason is science, and they reject basically mostly spirituality as yeah. a whole. Well, well, you, you're you're right, and and, and this is where I at this point I'll say that I'm definitely I definitely don't agree with all atheists, and neither do Christians agree with all Christians. I don't agree with all Buddhists. So yeah. Um, that's the nature of communication. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. I just don't have a 
belief in a God. You mm -hmm. know, I, I don't I don't have a concept of what that is. So when you were praying, you mentioned early when you were praying, mm -hmm. uh, when I guess when you were going through something, did yeah. that help to raise your, I don't know, raise hope or, or confidence or something that you could overcome whatever you were going through? Not, not really. Not, not anything significant. I mean, I, I did it out of because I'm raised in a certain culture and this is what everybody does. But mm -hmm. later on, when I thought about it. It's just like, all right, well, I just did this because my parents taught me to do this. And, you know, so that that's just where I, where I'm at. You know, like I said, I, I'm I don't I don't wear any labels on my sleeve. So I, I'm very in tune. I'm very connected to music. When I'm listening to it, I do kind of get emotional sometimes, and in a good way, not like I'm crying or anything like that, but it's just a good feeling. So that's my spiritualness, I guess. <laughs> so, you know, I, I guess there could be different definitions of spirituality, spiritual, yeah. yes, you yeah. know, based on, you know, the human experience, you know. And I think there is. Like, how would you define spirituality, David? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's, some, it's a term that I've never really use that much but re as of recent you know I've loosely used that term when I talk about my connection with music <laughs> I rarely think about my definition of spirituality mm. yeah because for me it's everything is built off of relationship yes mm -hmm. for me so which is true in, Very true in this life my job is to build relationships based off of love mm -hmm. not mm -hmm. necessity mm -hmm. but love itself mm -hmm. So not lacking condition, all of that. Mm -hmm. So spirituality mm, is a sh slightly strange thing. It is. And you know, mm. you, you hear the term all the time, or you, I know you, you guys have heard oh, yeah, people yeah, yeah. say, well, I'm not religious, but I'm spiritual. And I, I, I've always wondered, what, what does that mean? So have the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, I think it means something different to everybody. Yeah. You know, their their spirit may be their connection with Mother Earth or maybe their connection. And, and, that's a, and you brought up a good point. That's yeah. another thing that I I realized, you know, after in being in Japan and, you know, sometimes I like to go running. And I, I where I live, there's this, there's a river and, um, you know, I run along the river and I've always enjoyed that. And even there's been times where I just stop and just, you know, listen to the, the water flow and, and um, you know, just appreciate nature. Right. And, and right. that that makes me have that that makes me reflect and, and it makes me have a sense of that there's something more. But it's not like I'm thinking like a God concept. No. Yeah, I, I, I could dig that. I mean, you know, with me, it, it's, it's just admiration know, for. Yeah. For, for, for nature, for beauty. Yeah, yeah, for the beauty of, yeah. For the beauty of yeah, life. The, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I, I'm a strong believer that we're all interconnected. Yeah, we are. You know, uh, around the world, all seven point whatever billion, billion of people. <laughs> and if people think we aren't interconnected mm -hmm. in some way, shape, or form, just, uh, I don't know, just uh, stand on top of a pedestrian bridge and throw a rock and hit somebody's car and cause a 10 car accident, you just connected in a bad way with maybe a thousand people mm -hmm. you, you know so I, I feel that but at the same time you could go out and you could save 20 lives and you could affect the lives of maybe 10,000 people counting the relatives and friends and and all this that and the other and change their lives and then they could have offspring to do wonderful and great things for the world and everything like that so so I believe through you know my spirit is is about just connecting 
positively like he said, with people. Yeah. 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 With with yeah, yeah, relationships, yeah. Mm-hmm. And being grateful. You yeah. know, I'm a big gratitude guy, you yeah. know. And believe in believing in what you have at the moment. I was watching and being this, grateful for everything. I was you know watching this saying? TED talk recently. And uh, this lady, she defines spirituality as whatever you choose to believe that makes you feel comfortable with our existence on this planet. Great. So, you know, and, and that's why I say you know, <coughs> nature, and mu- music, these, these are the type of things that I'm connected to. Art, you know, really, you know, sometimes. So what about our spiritual connection to Japan? I'm just, I just, I just came out of the blue with that. What, what? Hmm spiritual connection to Japan like for me I don't run on the same wavelength wavelength mm. as America mm-hmm. gotcha. so I live as an out I lived as an outsider in America mm-hmm. but Japan is more my speed even though I'm from the suburbs and Atlanta is like a super fast busy city mm-hmm. even though I'm living in Tokyo it's yeah, I was going to ask you that. Yeah, yeah, okay. It's still a different pace, and I guess the lack of saturation of me mm-hmm. okay. allows me to be freer to do things that I actually want to do. Nice. So, like, even religiously. Yeah. In America, if you're a Christian and you're affiliated with a church, Mm-hmm. You can only do so much musically. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's a great point. If, that's a great point. They're like, you said you're a Christian, but you collaborated with this person, and you're performing at this place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't think you're a Christian. Yeah. Here, I performed all over in so many different type of situations. And nobody's critical. My music. Yeah. Which I keep it love-based, God-centered a lot of the time, mm-hmm. but I'll collaborate, I've collaborated with some crazy people mm-hmm. and it's because they appreciate my music, mm-hmm. which means I'm building a relationship between different genres, different artists, mm-hmm. different audiences that allows, that want me to be me. Yeah. And, and rather they- than frame it as, okay, he's a Christian, he can't be booked at this club, at this bar. Um, can't no. be seen over here. And, yeah. You know, and to add on to that, you're meeting all these people who probably have different beliefs than you. But the point is, like, you bring it back to what you said, it's about the relationship. And that love. It shouldn't, shouldn't it be about the, the label or, or, you know, your, your, your religious perspective or non-religious perspective, whatever. Yeah, because, yeah. so, like, when I'm here, I work. I work, I make art, I make music, I make drinks, I mm. make food. All of it is out of love. Exactly. If it becomes out of frustration, mm-hmm. it's usually my venting time. But <laughs> that's something different. Mm-hmm. And even then, by the time it's finished, mm-hmm. there's a passion that's released from it. Mm-hmm. That creates an image of love. Mm-hmm. Yes. So... It's something that I can't freely do in America because everybody has been trained to do something a certain way Mm -hmm. for a certain reason to a certain people. And I'm not that dude. Exactly. Like, if God called me to love everybody, Uh 
that I don't need y'all yakking at me about who I shouldn't love. Cause Great point. That's not the point of why I'm supposed to love folks. It's like, well, this person is this. What you gonna do? Love them. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yep. ain't done nothing to me. I'm gonna love them. You know what I'm saying? Oh, but okay. They believe this. Are they hungry? <laughs> right. <laughs> Now, I, like, I like what the dude on Bizarre Foods said, and I'm, I'm just going to paraphrase. He says, you know, one of the, you know, because he's traveled the world in different countries and stuff, and he said one of the ways to build bridges is through food. Yeah, yeah. And, and David is in the perfect, you know, perfect. He, he's got the perfect world because he he's in the perfect world because food, music, art. Man, that, that, that just bridges all these differences. I mean, that just builds bridges. Cultures. And, and yeah. You feed somebody right, or you've been given the right drink, they'll tell you their life story. Exactly. Absolutely, they'll tell you what you need to know about them to help them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's like for me, as a I make drinks, mm-hmm. call it the new age mixologist or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a bartender, but mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll go with the fancy term mixologist. Yeah. Mixologist. But I mean, if you can make something that can add joy to somebody's life Mm. they will talk to you about anything because it's a relief and a breath of fresh air to get something that they wanted or that they didn't even know they wanted Mm -hmm. but it gives them energy to do something else and a freedom and I'll do it alcoholic non-alcoholic but if I made it for you you're like wow this is mine. Okay. I've been going through this and this, and I found you. I'm happy right now. I'm straight. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it's all about. The love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I mean, my spiritual connection to Japan is, like I said, even when I was a kid, I've always, it's kind of funny, and I'm going to use the media stereotype here, mm-hmm. but. It, it, it's I love the simplicity mm-hmm. of the Eastern um, philosophy, and uh, don't get me wrong, America's an infant compared to the age of Japan and China mm. and, and all that, right? But I used to watch this this uh, show called Kung Fu back in the seventies, right? <laughs> David Carradine, who I thought was a Chinese dude, but he was a white dude. They made him Chinese because they didn't want to give Bruce Lee the part. But anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, that's a whole. That's a different episode. Yeah, different episode, different time. But anyway, um, every time he had a problem and he talked to his sensei, his sensei would give him a simple answer. So I started watching more and more stuff, uh, Chinese-like stuff through American lens. But uh, they always gave simple answers. And I've always been drawn to simplicity instead Mm. of complexity. Mm. And, you know, for example, a Chinese, I mean... I mean the Japanese, they all right, don't get me wrong, they have some they have criminals over here and stuff up, but for the most part, it's like going down an elevator. Everybody would move to the left because they know people on the right may want to be in a hurry to go down the stairs so they'll make room for people on the right. You know, or something like that. They're always looking out for the good of other people and they just simply follow the law. So if you did something wrong, they'll say well, it said don't do it, right? Yeah, so why did you do it? <laughs> you were wrong. You know, instead of me giving this politically correct long explanation as to 
why I didn't stop at the stop sign. Well, you see, I didn't think it may, I needed to stop because I didn't, the intersection was clear and I just rolled on through. And the police would say, sign says stop. They didn't say what time or what the conditions were. So I've always been intrigued by mm -hmm. simplicity and just simply doing the right thing. And, and so that's what, you know, attracted, I mean, that's what, that's how I'm, that's where I feel I'm more and more connected here. Mm. It's just everybody's simple. I mean, you'll see a guy walking down the street with women clothes, flaming lipstick and flaming everything. And people walk by the guy like they don't pay him no mind. <laughs> now, if you do that in the States, especially some training right there, bro, <laughs> bro, you, you, you do that in the States. Yeah, yeah people will mess with you, throw stuff at you, you know, or this, that and the other. But mm -hmm. over here, they just say, all right. So what? And that's they just, him. yeah, that's, that's him, you know, yeah. so. And that's, and that's pretty much how I've, uh, that's pretty much how, how, how I think too. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know if I would say I have a spiritual connection to Japan, but I think I appreciate Japan for allowing me not to have to wear any label on my sleeve. Mm. Um, and I, I think I would be fine being who I am in America as well, because you have America, you have a lot of different beliefs uh these days and, and perspectives. It's progressing, yeah. It's, so and you know Technically. you know like one of the things I really hate is the perception of non believers or atheism, whatever you want to call it. And and like as if um someone can't have morals if they don't have a, a religious background or, or a belief in God. And uh, you know there, there was one rapper that really like you know I was kind of disappointed with him because I, I I like some of his, his music. And then one day he said on social media, I'm not going to mention his name. Well, he was mention like... Mention it off there. Mention it off there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I will. Uh -oh. I will. But he said something like, he was talking about, he was talking about like the new age rappers and how, you know, they doing all these drugs and popping mollies and all this type of stuff. And and it was as if everything, he, he, was, he was associating that. He, I think he said something about godless people, right? And, and that, that kind of rubbed me the wrong way because, you know, I, I know my perspective is still a minority in the States, but I just don't think you have, you know, to, to, to associate drugs and this and that with non-belief, to me, I felt was inaccurate. It was like it was not or, or reiterated um, stereotypes about non-belief. Saying all that, I, I'm saying that, you know, when I'm here, I don't have to deal with any of that, you know. I think some of the rappers actually have like declared their godlessness while doing while oh. doing drugs. So okay. creating that. Yeah, yeah, and that's and, and that that does create that. But what what I would like for to happen eventually, and and this is all with time and, and progress, is that and, and I think I, I follow some groups and stuff who are trying to promote a a good view of non-believers. The problem wasn't them saying they were godless. The problem was people associating godlessness or, or not being religious or, or believing in God with bad or evil or deviating from what's right. You know, that that was the problem for me. Everyone needs an enemy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly. But so, you know, here, like you said, David, I, I love the way you put it. It's all about the relationships. Um, I have relationships with Americans, with Japanese, with um, British, anybody. Yeah, yeah, all yeah, different yeah, nationalities. All yeah, so, yeah, yeah. you know, that's what it's about. It's about the love. You know, uh, you know, one thing I like doing here is supporting 
supporting the foreigners who are here. Um, we're here, and we, so there's a lot of us, but it's still a small number compared to Japanese. So I love to support people. I don't care what your religious preference is. You know, like you said, it's about the relationships, the love. Right, right. As long as we connect. I'm just trying to figure out how to feed everybody. Is that? <laughs> we find, is it? like, we have an increasing amount of, like, Muslim and non-pork eating people. When uh -huh. they come in, they're like, can you have some beef ribs? I'm like, cool, let me look for that. See? You got beef ribs, so it's like, cool, I'm there tomorrow. I'm like, I don't care what your religion is. You yeah. say you don't eat this, cool. Let me figure out what you do eat. Because like you said, it's about, it's, about <laughs> it's, it's about the food. It's about the food. It's about the love. Yeah. Yep. You know, I mean, you know, so yeah, yeah, word, you know, yeah. so. Yeah. But yeah, we would like to thank you for coming through again, man. I appreciate it. Very um, good discussion. Interesting. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we're just three brothers from di three different perspectives. And, and, and you know. And, and learning from each other. Learning from each other and showing everybody that, you know, I feel that we can live in a world where. Uh, everyone, regardless of their religious beliefs, can coexist. You know, and we all love Japan. Huh? Yeah, yeah. You know, but <laughs> let, let, you know before. Old, but, right? yeah. but before we go, would it be safe to say that, regardless of a person's religious beliefs, it's all about your faith yes. in your religion or your belief? You have faith in yourself. Yeah, I guess so. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, I have yeah. faith in myself. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, through my Buddhist practice, it helps me to, yeah. you know, deepen my faith in myself. And I'm... I know that I'm imperfect and not that I <laughs> But, you know, you but know... It doesn't and, mean and, that I'm not capable of doing but, things. But, it's but, that I'm perfectly willing to let somebody else help me. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I always say, you know, because he's, you know, he's young, younger than me by a couple of years. Couple. All right. All right. All right. All right. But anyway, but, well, but first thing I always say before we used to debate or we have our series, I say, hey, man, look, I stand to be corrected. Because I don't know every damn thing. I tell that to kids even that, that's, that's 40 years younger than me, you know, and I'm 56, to be honest with you. I say, hey, I stand to be corrected, you know, but this is the way I think. This is what I feel. But I'm willing to, I think that if we're willing to listen and learn from each other mm -hmm. instead of just being quick to criticize, you know, just because a person is this, that, or the other, yeah. I think it'll just make for a, a, a wonderful, a wonderful world. And, like you know, Louis Armstrong said. Last you know? thing I want to say before we get out of here is um, what I realized about myself is um, I've always changed in a way to me that is, is natural. Mm -hmm. um, when I say that, I, I mean that, yes, um, I read different things, I learn from different cultures, and I to maybe take a little bit of this, take a little bit of that, but nothing has ever made me do like a hard turn. Like, it's always a gradual thing. So, whatever position I'm in or whatever perspective or, or that I have, it's, it's something that naturally comes about through... Mm -hmm. Whatever, through me taking a walk in the park, through me doing some yoga, do, through me running or, listening, or, or, yeah. or feeling good and listening to music and, and having this very emotional experience on the dance floor or something like that. You know, it's, yeah. it's always something natural. Not It's not forced. So that, that that's how I live my life. I, I don't I just I just let let everything flow. Man. How Absolutely. about yourself, David? Do you, any any closing comments? Yeah. Parting words. Parting words. I basically live. Like, there's a proverb, and all that getting, get understanding. Mm -hmm. So for me, I'm always looking to understand. So even if 
in dealing with people, I try understanding people's perspectives and mm -hmm. their feelings. Yes. I read the Bible and mm -hmm. sometimes I've read it a hundred times and I'll read it and like, I understand this differently now. Mm -hmm. I'm cool with that. So I'm always growing to understand. And in understanding, I can grow to love differently mm -hmm. and still without condition. Mm -hmm. So that's me. All right. Yes, sir. <laughs> Thanks for closing it out so beautifully. Yes, sir. All right. It's coming down out here in Tokyo. Oh, yeah. Y'all, you know, y'all, that's what y'all, you know, if y'all hearing these drops, we are in the streets and it is raining. And windy. Yeah. And windy. All yes. right. I'm Tokyo Clef. Chocolate Buddha in the house. And David Whitaker. Peace. Thank you again, my brother. All right. Ain't nothing wrong with a little street noise because we in the streets.